The last thing I'm going to say is never be afraid to rethink goals or rethink actions that you set up for yourself. Pivoting your thinking is absolutely fine. Welcome to What's Possible in the Moment. Buckle up for these mini episodes where we'll share on-the-spot things you can think, feel, or do to boost your life in 10 minutes or less. I'm Eileen Schaefer, CEO of Silicon Valley Change Executive Coaching, and I'll be joined with our founder, Senya Maiman, to give you practical tools you can use in the moment, as in right now. So enough preamble and let's roll it. Senya, I am so glad to see you today. I'm so glad to be with you today. So today, Eileen, let's talk about the client who does not take action. So let's say you're working with a client and your client says to you, Eileen, I will definitely get this done by Friday. And then the client doesn't do it by that Friday. And then let's say they again say, oh, yeah, I was really trying to. I'm going to do it for the following. And again, they say they're going to do it for the next Friday. What do you do in situations like this? That is such a good question. And I wish I could say, Senya, that has never, ever happened. (laughs) And and the reality is that is not true. It does happen. Um, And I am going to, I am going to answer it, but I want you to answer first. What, how have you managed that with clients? I love what our colleague Catherine Britton says, which is actually at the beginning of her coaching engagements, she will say to her clients, I, we're going to talk, you're going to have actions between coaching. That's going to be the growth of coaching. And then she says, I am not going to be your guilt partner. So if you don't do something, Mm. we're going to look into it. We're going to explore it. Why didn't this work out? Was it too hard? Was it too distasteful for you? Was there something that just didn't work? What would work in place of it? So have a conversation about what didn't work because that happens all the time, not just in their engagement with a coach, but in their work, in their home lives. So I think that's my first go-to, but I still, I don't love it for them because I know the client isn't meeting the goals that they had said they want to do. Yeah. So my next go-to is something that Margaret Greenberg, uh, a coach that we know yeah. and love has taught us, which is, has taught me, which is to nudge the client a little bit before Friday. So if our coaching session is on Monday, on Wednesday, I might text and say, hey, remember you wanted to do this by Friday. How's that going? On Thursday, I might, and they might say, it's in progress. And on Thursday, I might say, so it's tomorrow. So I'll be looking for your text or your email tomorrow. So the pre-nudge is something that I found to be effective and also feels good to do because then they get done what they've said they want to get done. And I'm not a mean person at the end saying what happened or why. Let's discuss what didn't happen. So those are my two main go-to. Let's say hypothetically, our listener doesn't have a coach to do that with, but they have some stuff that they have set up for themselves and goals that they want to reach. How would, how might they apply that if they don't have a coach? I love the buddy system. And Marshall Goldsmith talks about the buddy system. He may be the most famous coach in the world. And he uh, says that he does it all the time. Every evening, he has a friend of his who's a coach and every evening they call each other. And now Marshall is a very, how should I say, he's a very, uh, he has high standards. So I think in, in Marshall's writing of this, he says that he has 25 questions that he has for his friend to ask him. And they're all yes, no questions. It's, did you walk 10,000? St- I don't know his specific questions, but it's like, did you walk 10,000 steps? Did you eat enough servings of salad? Did you 
um, reach out to two new clients, whatever it might be. But they're really quick and they're just a checklist. So that's it doesn't have to be 25. I, I personally, I think 25 would be too much. I would like three, like a health action, a connection action and a work action, for example. But there's something about having an accountability buddy, whether that's by text, it's someone you call in the evening, it's your spouse, whoever it is that can be, you want to achieve something and someone that you can say, I achieved that too. So that's the first thing that comes to mind. But uh, you're right. People have this all the time. What's something you think about for someone who's listening who doesn't have a coach? Yeah, I, I love that. Is that accountability partner I think is great. Also, just the simplistic reminders. I know somebody who sets reminders on their phone to just pop up um, to say what it is. So I think those, I think we can set ourselves up to do it on our own, but that human touch and that human connection can really help help us move our goals forward. In terms of thinking about it, when somebody doesn't move forward, if I'm working with somebody, and so these are some questions people might want to ask themselves if you're thinking, oh, I have some things on my goal list that I keep pushing off, even though I have a due date. I think one thing is what's between you and moving forward on this and kind of do some mining under the surface. What's, what's happening? Is it something that doesn't feel connected to you and your values, your goals, what you really want? Or is it how you're approaching it? Maybe you've set something up to move the dial forward, but it's how you're going about it that's really off-putting? And is there a different way to go about it? And then lastly, just off the top of my head, also, um, actually two things. One is our strengths. What are your top strengths and how might you employ that strength to be more successful in moving this forward? And then the very last thing is how can you make it more fun? And I think oftentimes those things that we have on our list, they're drudgery. And then if you look at it and think, huh, how would this be more fun? All of a sudden you get it done. And you have that beautiful question of always, what if it was easy? What if? Yeah. Yeah. I I agree with you on all those. It's sort of just how do you switch your belief in that moment so it does seem attainable, fun, small, I know you and I are both fans of small, yeah. the one push-up. Do you want to get to 30 push-ups? One push-up, but more regularly. And then Margaret and I exactly. in Profit from the Positive, we write about the uh, the research uh, on if-then thinking. So if I want mm-hmm. to do this thing, when can I put it in? Can I put it in right after I drink my morning coffee? Can I put it in after this? Can I put it in before that? So that it's, it's easy. So that it's easy as opposed to, yeah. so easy and fun would be great. Easy and fun. And then the last thing I'm going to say is never be afraid to rethink goals or rethink actions that you set up for yourself. Pivoting your thinking is absolutely fine. And I think oftentimes we beat ourselves up because in, even if you are working with a coach, if if you set something up as this is going to be my action in between sessions and then it doesn't resonate with you, that's cool. Come back to the coach and say, hey, I've really kind of rethought this. This isn't where I want to put my energy. Instead, I want my energy to go towards this. So I think that's another, it's okay to redirect. Completely agree. Completely agree. I think that's an excellent thing to end on. It is okay to redirect. Boom. Thank you, Senya. Thanks, Eileen. This podcast is a catalyst for your leadership and well-being journey. To step deeper into exceptional leadership, 
Visit svchange.com for personalized support that will take you to the next level. If you find this show meaningful, please hit that follow or subscribe button. It helps more people find what's possible organically. If you have questions about anything we've talked about, please drop me a line at podcast at svchange.com. I read every email I get, whether that's an episode idea, a guest recommendation, or just a simple note about how the show has impacted you. I'd love to hear from you. I'm Eileen Schaefer. Thanks for listening. What's Possible is produced by the team at Palm Tree Pod Co. The executive producer is Anthony Palmer. Garrett Wright is associate producer. Thanks to Emily Miles and Caitlin Krings for video and digital support. The content for this podcast is created by Eileen Schaefer and the team at Silicon Valley Change.